take a ride on the MCT. Funko Pop. Hey guys, do you want to go to Lambert's? Big Ben. I'm married to the Huntress. J Money. Just pop the mic money. It's time for the MCT. Ladies and guys, guys and ladies. Alrighty, guys, we are back to Modern Christian Dudes, Dudes Talking News, Sports, and God, myself, Funko Pro, Greg Walden. Hi, guys. And then the Big Ben, a.k.a. King Ranch, ask you in the house. Hello. So the very first question we have to address, the big, big, big question is, did Funko Pro Greg Walden buy the new GoPro Hero 11? Nope. Okay. Oh, wow. How many days has it been out? <laughs> Not many, too long. How many days? In two weeks. It's been two weeks, so 14 days. Yep, have not bought it. Okay. Four, I'm <laughs> tempted because I need the new GoPro. Mark Safe. GoPro version. Funko Pro, Greg Walden. Mark Safe from purchasing GoPro 11. Yeah. $399. Here's the deal. It's $399.98. It is typically $649.94. Uh, so you should get that. Great actually, I saw on a video last night. <laughs> I didn't know about this until yesterday. I was actually kind of bored and watching YouTube and there's a you can the GoPro actually has a uh, what they call a heroes discount, like for like firefighters, police officers, teachers, you know, military veterans, and you All can right. actually you can get an extra additional twenty dollars. Do IRS that. agents? Yeah, government employees. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you I can get another twenty dollars off. So I'm a little confused here. It's like it looks like you get the heroes bundle for three ninety nine. Yeah, that that's what we were talking about yesterday because the guy because uh when it came out it was like five something. Uh, for the for the bundle, and he bought he bought he bought had the bought, bundle. No, he bought the camera because the camera was like three three ninety nine. Yeah. So he, he got the camera and went back and go. I noticed that they were offering three. <laughs> so he's he's like, I'm just gonna return this and get the bundle. And there so you go. and so yeah. So it's been fourteen All days. Right. I want to get it. No I purchase. do. I have the GoPro Hero five and the GoPro Hero seven. Seven. Yeah. Yep. And so I am needing to upgrade. So this is definitely on my list. I got too many, so I I, I want to. Actually, I'm saving up for an e-bike. Oh, I'm saving up for an e-bike. You you heard it here first. I'm saving up. You heard it here. That's like ten GoPros. Yeah, fifteen GoPros. Well, here's the here's the here's the dilemma. Because I I went to Colorado uh, end of August, and Uh uh, my my uh, front fork on my mountain bike uh, crapped out, so I ended up having to rent a bike for the last three days I was there, and I rented a uh, Trek uh, Rail Seven. Which is a uh, it's about sixty seven hundred dollar bike, mm-hmm. brand new, and it was a twenty twenty two model, so it was a brand new right. model. Uh, so I rented it, and they uh, about a, a Saturday after, I emailed me and said, "Hey man, we'll sell you this for forty five hundred bucks." Oh wow, it's like two thousand dollars off. You know what I? I'm you like, know what I've so seen recently? <laughs> you know what I've seen? They, they, this guy is making these attachments that go on one wheels, and it's a it's a front fork for a bike, and it's got bike seat. And then you attach your one wheel to it, and then you use your one wheel as a like a bike EV. Oh, neat! That defeats the purpose, doesn't it, of the it, one wheel? Oh, it kind of yeah, it, it kind of <laughs> does. But it's, the, it's how well, it's it really interesting. To ride, the purity, the well, purity the, of the one wheel. The weird, the weird ones. People have been putting lawn chairs and strapping lawn chairs to them, and I guess the balance still works. So you just kind of like, so you can sit in a in a in a lawn chair and then. Just <laughs> cruise down the road. That's what you should do with the with yours, like when for the parade. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, I All thought right. about maybe, because uh, maybe putting a uh, rocking horse on it. Oh yeah, like a rocking horse, <laughs> and then I'm riding around on a rocking horse, like. So this is a good deal. The GoPro Hero 11. You get the camera. You get the spare enduro battery. You get the handler. You get the head strap and quick clip, and you get a 32 gigabyte SD card. That actually is a pretty actually deal. what the guy said that. When he actually added his to the bundle, he actually got another 32 gig. They actually gave him a second 32 gig card for free. It's, yeah. Oh, a second. And they're showing yeah. two batteries in. Uh, so this is a good deal. I don't know what to do with this here. And you get the uh, one-year GoPro subscription. Oh, really? All of that, three ninety nine. Yeah, the subscription is <laughs> worth it. To me, this is, if you are if you buy a lot of GoPro stuff on their site, then the subscription definitely pays for itself. All right. Especially so with batteries and stuff. There we go. We'll see. Yet, yet to come. I do believe you'll pr- you would... Yeah, so 
Okay. No, I'm we'll getting the e-bike, on. man. <laughs> He's going to get I need the e-bike, man. Uh, GoPro can't get my butt up the hill. Okay, okay, okay. Can't. <laughs> can we... Okay. Sell M- all your MCD, all, all of you faithful listeners. Go can, find me. Let's, let's take pets. Let's take pets. How much longer Greg Walden's going to go without that bicycle? I, I say he will have it before Christmas. Yeah, well, don't worry. Was, I was really tempted. I'm mean, having to fight myself. So. Okay, maybe <laughs> next, maybe a month. Pastor, what do you think? Oh, you the, give it? the residual income of these IRS yeah. workers, I tell you. Yeah. All right, so um, we are moving on. I guess we'll just move on from there. I want to hit up some TV, some streaming uh, content. I canceled my Disney Plus subscription. Yeah, mine's on its way out too. I'm sure I'll probably resubscribe, quite honestly. But the She-Hulk, very disappointing to me. You it guys is, checked out the She-Hulk? It is very bad. <laughs> it's very bad. It okay. Low budget. I, I don't think they had the quite had the budget. No, for it's so strange. If okay, add on the other ones. If you bad CGI. If you have nothing to watch, if you have absolutely nothing to watch, then it's it will hold your attention long enough to maybe. I wouldn't. See, I've been watching one episode a week, so mm-hmm. I don't. Right. Who knows what it's like actually uh, binging it? It might be worse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, I, I don't. I think they're going for. It's, they went for these quick hit. They're only so, twenty minutes. Yeah, it's so twenty five minute episodes. It's so empty. They're just really just quick. Doesn't. I think they're leaning towards the comedy. Yeah. Again, I guess we'll. I guess hindsight. So we'll have to look back and see. Is there anything important to the MCU universe? <sighs> The multiverse it's is bad. this gonna is this gonna affect any of the other movies or shows? I don't know. It's starting to feel a little bit like MCD. They're or, sorry, they're starting. My- yeah, <laughs> like MCD, exactly. That's show, so. I just <laughs> I meant I meant the Marvel universe. I I, I producing content to producing content. I feel like they, a little bit of that. They they are. I feel like Marvel's falling apart. And All right, yeah. but I did resubscribe uh, to Netflix and to watch the new season of Cobra, uh, Kai, Cobra Kai season Here five. We go. Here we go again. I have it. Epic. I, I, have I, it. I am surprised every episode how much I love the Cobra Kai. Yeah. Now and now ending its fifth season, I binge watched it. Yeah. So it was 10, 10 episodes, and again, I think they're they were shorter episodes too. So like the beginning seasons were more like forty minute episodes. Yeah. And now these ones were more in the 25-minute range with the credits and all that kind of yeah. stuff. They're on like 30-minute episodes. I binge-watched them all in like three or four days. It was great. Yeah, I I got a little bit of the ways into the first season. And it, I don't know if it just lost my interest or if if or what it was. I just kind of fell away from it. Uh, what I'm amazed with the Cobra Kai is that the, their ability to bring back... They've brought back almost every single right. retro character from Karate Kid 1, 2, and yeah, 3. Yeah, and they killed one, too, didn't they? No. They the guy, not. yeah, yeah, the the kid, one of the Johnny's friends. Didn't they bring him back and he had cancer? Well, that's true. Like that. Yeah, that was season two or oh, three. Sorry. But uh, like all Johnny's friends <laughs> since... Uh, well, that's a spoiler. We yeah, spoiler. <laughs> sorry. But it, it really... I mean, I mean, usually when you have some of these retro episodes that they bring back you might get a character yeah. or two and you're all excited I, they have brought back everyone with yeah. the exception of the girl that played the last old school karate kid and mm. i think it's karate kid three but they've brought and, back everyone and mr miyagi god rest his soul they've given yeah. them all storyline they've worked the storylines uh, given credibility to each character i'm super impressed with it I think it's a great watch. So yep. I'm very happy with Cobra Kai season five and now season six. But I, I am kind of getting to the point, you know, even the greatest of series or TVs, there, there has to be an a ending. fall off. Well, there has to be an ending. Right. End it before right. it falls off is what I'm yeah. saying. So I think it's getting in that direction. I'm like, let's season yeah. six. I, let's call it good. And I let's like move on while everything's I, still I'm feel, got good vibes. The, all of the all the TV shows that I've watched, I feel like it's like season four and five are like the greatest and then it and then the shows just fall off after that. So I feel like I feel like if you're going to do a show, commit to it for that long and then just end it abruptly. Five right? seasons? Yeah, just make it great. Just make it great and then just let it be. Yeah, cuz you know, eventually you run out of yeah. ideas. Eventually you kind of run all the ideas out and then you yeah. just start getting then and then inevitably they start uh, bringing in these quirky characters that Yeah. Just, yeah. That nobody I likes. do feel like this would have been like they had spoiler yeah, not I won't say the spoiler, but 
I felt like they could have ended it this season and it would have been appropriate and yeah. tied a nice little bow on it. So now I think they're they are going to try to push it. So I yeah. do think season six could be really good or really bad. Yeah. So basically, uh, this isn't a huge spoiler. It is. So if you don't want to know. Yeah. But basically, it's been all surrounding the All-Valley Championship, right? Which is okay. back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. All-Valley yeah. Champion. Yeah. So now it's going to the this World Karate Tournament. So basically, they found out that since they crease and then the other guy, Silver, we're, we're now their end game is not just all Valley, but it's to this world karate championship tournament because they want Cobra Kai to be worldwide. Yeah. So now the next season is going to be them going to this world karate championship. See this. this is so there's it, nothing bigger than that. Yeah. So this, is, there, this is where it could go bad. Though. It could. I, I totally see how it could go there's, bad. Yeah. Who knows? Now, have you guys uh, watched the Andor uh, series yet? Came I out watched last week. I watched some of the first episode. What was your that take is a, on it? is Disney Plus or Netflix? Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. This is Star Wars, so it's yeah. uh, Cassian, right? Yep. Yeah. And yeah, I watched some of the first episode, and, and then I turned it off. Yeah, I was the same way. I was the same way. I, I couldn't. I just. I just. I didn't. I just didn't feel Star Wars to me. And I just yeah. really couldn't get into it. it so hold, I back didn't out. Hold my interest, like I was hoping. I have not watched any of the Lord of the Rings yet, due to. My sacred relationship with it Elon is, Musk. Okay, <laughs> it is still good. It's still it. It's still good. I okay. I'm starting to kind of not like Gladriel's character, but and there's one other female character that I I, I don't really care for. Um, but I think the story's good. I think I think they've done a really good job of creating Tolkien's world, and I think I think it's worth watching, and I think. I don't understand all the negative press and negative media it's it's got you know mm-hmm. like I, I don't feel like i'll say i don't feel the the wokeness the wokeness no it's i crazy bad i really don't feel like it's crazy bad like some of the characters they've introduced are some of my favorite characters like there's a a a female dwarf that is a, that is done by a black lady and she's by far my best my favorite character in the whole series mm-hmm. so far she's like she's like really feisty she's awesome yeah and then uh and then uh her husband uh is also a dwarf and their relationship is great you know and then the relationship between uh, uh durin and elrond is really good it's a it's, it's there's a lot of substance there i feel like there's you know, I I enjoyed it. Okay, I I'm, I'm probably am going to watch it. I'm just going to have to somehow keep that from Elon in our discussions. Yeah, just bypass that. Yeah, well, I mean, there's nothing. In our yet. talks together. There's no, I feel like there's, <laughs> I feel like there's nothing else to watch right now. Well, uh, <laughs> Bad Batch season two comes out Wednesday. Okay, that's my so birthday Wednesday. present from Disney. Yeah. So yeah. happy oh happy birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it's old hypocrite fun. Greg Walden over here keeping his Disney Plus and yeah. Well, I no actually no actually. I think Jesus I, might ask you about that. When you stand <laughs> well, I had well, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not on there yet. It's on Hulu. True. Right, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu, and we're referring to our previous episode. Little Demon is yep. is a show being made. Blah 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 blah. We're thinking about canceling Disney. <laughs> well, I had bought a three-year when, in fact, a month before they actually released and launched it. They had a, a three-year subscription deal. It was a really good deal, like 165 uh-huh. bucks for three years, which equated like four dollars a month. Right. So I bought it. So actually, my three-year subscription ends around November. So okay, I'm still. On so that you're initial. you're saying Hulu is like the campus church to Disney Plus? <laughs> it's the same thing. Yes. <laughs> well, it is. Well, I mean, you. So yeah, they're connected. So you, you when you get the Disney bundle, you get Disney, you get Hulu, and you get ESPN. Which ESPN Plus is absolutely worthless that that is a worthless <laughs> it streaming. is the most worthless streaming okay if, if you can't watch any game you can't <laughs> whatsoever yeah. it's like any fights well any, no, you click on it and you're like oh i want to watch this and it's like oh who is your yeah. provider it's like i have the app like that's supposed that to I'm, trump everything <laughs> else like but yeah there's nothing on there but one uh, other streaming note i did buy the nfl plus which is 4.99 or ten dollars a month I'm still indifferent on it. Like, I don't know if I like it or not. It yeah. gives you ability to watch I, games. I just, which is okay. I but. can't get into football this year. I can. And, and, okay. Yes. Yes. Dallas is doing terribly, but it's, I don't think it's that. I think oh, they've just lost me. 
Yeah, I read this morning they're actually going to NFL's uh, canceling going to nix the Pro Bowl. Oh, and really? Re- yes, and replace it with like like a little uh, sports little doohickeys that throughout the week and a flag football. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that has anything to do with popularity. Wow. Yeah, streaming yeah. of income. I think the players. It's at a horrible time. So it basically, is. a lot of your great players are in the Super Bowl. Ooh, speaking of which, so speaking of great players, Brett Favre. Oh, in yeah. hot water. <laughs> that and is I, a, good, a very interesting story. It is an interesting story. And the I, story I don't, being Brett Favre so is she, with so, Miss, oh, in sorry, Mississippi. He, yeah, he, he in Mississippi has taken welfare money and built a uh, like a multi-million dollar uh, volleyball facility to a college that his daughter goes to and plays on the team. And so, also some of that money seemed to stream his to his personal. Oh, I didn't see, I didn't see that bank part or something like that. The, the, the moral only, of the story being, yeah, I, uh, I, poverty stricken Mississippi, I, the poorest country in the state, right? People poor. are being manipulated for Brett Favre's. Yeah. it's kind of, kind of bad. looks bad for him. It does not look good. And they're, they're talking about jail time as well. So who knows? Like, how do you like, okay, how do you get into something like that? I don't understand. It's never enough. That's a problem with right. money is never enough. Yeah. G R E E D. Yeah. I just, yeah. cause that's, that's what they're saying. It's like uh, some of the sportscasters I was listening to was like, he already has, uh, the, what's the knee braces and stuff. You yeah. Know? He's got that sponsorship. He's, he's, he's got, got the got wranglers wrangler. He's yeah. got the player income, you know, he's got millions and millions of dollars, but it's just, I mean, you know, it's like, I'm a Lance, I'm a Lance Armstrong fan. Yeah. He's gotten redeemed, but you know, you, you hear the stories of these guys, they just get yeah. caught up in that game and yeah. then there's no end to it. And well, and Lance, until you're done, Lance, <laughs> until you get busted. Lance Armstrong's situation though, everybody was doing it. Okay. Right. You, you can't tell me that everybody else That's was true. not doing the same thing he was. So yeah. in my, in my personal belief, like that's fair game, you know, uh, anyway, I could be wrong. Don't judge me. <laughs> That's why Greg Walden with the e-bike. Everyone else is doing it. What's the problem? Well, I can't wait to just see the look on his face when he's climbing up that mountain. Like he's actually doing it. And he's just just <laughs> no, no, I'm, I, no, 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 no. You actually have to pedal. You do have to pedal. It doesn't, the bike doesn't just take it. You do have to pedal. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I did want to talk about So on, it, we were talking about ESPN plus. Yep. I, was, I got kind of excited because F1 is on there and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be able to watch a race. And so I, I clicked on it and, Probably and not. yeah, no bacon. <laughs> so, but the interesting thing this last weekend was supposed to be the Grand Prix in Sochi, Russia. Oh yeah. That got, but canceled. they canceled it. Right. Because Russia is still at war with, with Ukraine. And so I was like, wow, that's, that's mm. major props there for, for them canceling a whole race. So, but it, it's kind of looking like Max Verstappen's going to clean the house red bull the man championship yeah they got, they got the squad there red, so. red bull is gonna win the constructor cup so all right well we have all been move on to another story here we've all been affected by the dreaded inflation right yeah you know, i yeah. Let's, uh, don't get me started <laughs> on the price of bacon oh jeez. <laughs> I have everything or yeah, everything. lunch meat or uh, I went to batteries Casey's. the other what? day. I hadn't <sighs> bought bat nine volt batteries for several months. It's bad. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. what? it's really bad. And well, yeah, looking for God's favor, but we got, uh, okay. God, I've been praying about this. I'm like, I'm t- sick and tired of things getting expensive. God, I need your help. And then we randomly get a hundred pounds of chicken legs. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> God is good. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Well, on that note, here's uh, I'm I'm not going to answer the question right away, but I found an article. Don't be looking at it, Greg Walden. Not, you <laughs> oh. can't, this has got to be a surprise. <laughs> oh, Costco sorry. makes a decision about the dollar fifty hot dog and soda combo. No, as inflation Uh-oh. soars, Costco is it? Which Sam's Club as well? They do the dollar right. fifty. So, do you guys know what's about to happen? Two dollar hot dogs. They are going to leave the price the same. Oh, yeah. God bless yeah. them for so much. Oh, yes. yes. I have a, yes. Leave MCD, the hot dog combo the MCD same. MCD seal God. of approval. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, guys. I saw that article. I'm like, no. This is. Uh, we don't have a yay is, thing on the, on this the soundboard. Would, I mean, this would be the equivalent yeah. of when Dollar Tree went to $1.25. I know. <laughs> yes, it would be. Yes. Oh, we don't have to cancel them now. Even I, though I'm convinced Sam's Club does not have the best prices or you no. know, in mind. 
Yeah, well, there's some things again. It's like like it's a facade. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some things like I was watching a grocery thing. Like, like there's some things that are good on, but there's some things they're saying don't get at Sam's Club. Yeah, like, you have to do your research because uh, listen, styrofoam plates cheaper at Walmart, and it's yep. the same company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. But, but like you know, like your bulk items, like bulk tea. Like I got mm-hmm. like my bulk tea. That's pretty cheap. Yeah, know, at, at Sam's Club. Yeah, it depends on what you get. Getting you know. All right, what you guys got over there? I'm going to end us on some spiritual talk after you guys unleash your. Well, I was going to talk about this there. this Pokemon card, but you you said we already talked about it about uh, Jake Paul, or sorry, no Logan Paul, uh, purchased a, a Pokemon card for five point two seven million dollars. Would you ever do something like that? A Pokemon card I, for five. It's probably a smart investment. Two seven million. I think it's a smart investment just because people. Yeah, go crazy over that. So and he probably could make money on it. The reason it, the reason it came up because it came up on my social media that uh, about his him purchasing that card, and it was shrouded in mystery. So he, like he didn't he couldn't reveal who sold it to him. But but per per the uh, video, I, I I'm pretty sure that it was in Saudi Arabia. It was definitely Arab people, and and it, I mean the guy drove up in a really nice supercar and the terrain looked very much middle east you know saudi arabia so whoever it was they had a like this massive collection of really expensive cards and i bet it was a dubai i bet it was dubai oh you're you might be right so that's usually while the rich yeah you're probably right people hang out but uh the, the 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 seller didn't want to be revealed but uh so logan paul had revealed that he had purchased this card at uh wrestlemania did you yep. know this he wore uh, it because he, he, here's yeah. how I know he was in WrestleMania. Yeah. He wore that card yeah. around his neck as a like that, necklace. That necklace. The ring. Okay, that necklace <laughs> was an $80,000 necklace to hold the card. Right. Oh, so it was an $80,000 uh diamond cru- encrusted Pokémon uh pendant that held his 5.27 million dollar card. Uh, the, okay. So now I'm getting down to the reason that this card is supposedly worth so much money is, uh, so it's a Pikachu, uh, illustrator card, which is the rarest Pokemon card out there. There's only 39 of them in existence. And this one is the only one that has like the rating system. You know, they have a, like a, a point system. It's the only one rated at a 10, which is perfect condition. So that is all based on the print and what like the alignment of the print on the card and all that. And then the cutout, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, sounds pretty dumb to me why you would purchase a a card. I just don't understand it. I I, I guess I I don't I don't get why. (laughs) Well, I don't get it, but I can see why. You would buy it because people are just gonna, do, people are gonna keep paying money for this stuff. Yes, and I, there's people with that kind of income I had that a, would buy buy. I had that a, much money for stuff. I had a friend that he did he did that with baseball cards, and he would spend ten thousand dollars on a card. Wow, this is somebody I personally know, <laughs> like, and I just I don't get I don't get how something that like cardboard could obtain value like that. It makes no <laughs> sense to me. And I don't know if that's because I, I, I work in a, a, a process of, you know, like if, if, if the world were to, to fall into de- decay, what's the things you're going to want to want most. Yeah. I guarantee it's not a $5 million Pokemon <laughs> card, right? Right. You're going to want guns, ammo, which food. is kind of yeah. funny though. People have such, people understanding why nfts are worth so much because you're yeah, like well, yeah. here's a piece of cardboard worth five dollars why yeah. do you have why why is it such a stretch to say a digital yeah thing is i agree worth $3 no, listen dollars? listen as somebody like, i'm not saying i would ever buy it right but why? as somebody that's delved into the nft realm I, like i don't get it either i i had a conversation with an older gentleman about uh digital property uh, digital re- real estate within, you know, okay. So you put on your, your, uh, your headset, right? You go into virtual world. Well, Snoop Dogg has this park, this land in digital space and he's made it all nice and stuff. And then I was like, I was explaining to him, I was like, well, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get any value in digital property. I think it's stupid too. And I'm a gamer, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, but 
if somebody's gonna pay me and and I can create in a digital space, if someone's gonna pay me ten thousand dollars to build the Coliseum on their digital property, then you know, I'll do it. But I don't understand it. <laughs> I never would do it. But yeah. the, a lot of people have made money on the whoever purchased the properties next to Snoop Dogg's digital property. People have sold that for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Just because somebody wants to own something that's next to Snoop Dogg, even though it's in a digital realm. Doesn't make sense. Yep. Yeah, not like you can be able to walk to his digital door and get his digital autograph or something. Yeah. I just don't get it. But anyway. Yeah. All right, Greg Walden, I have some spiritual talk to dive into. All right. Any other stories there? Well, um, I got when I, I was thinking about you when I saw this story. Like you, you know, you've rode across Missouri a few times in the bike. Praise God. I failed one time. I well, you still did. You still, you know, still you went farther than I could have. So another girl asked me about that the day, uh, my daughter's boyfriend's sister, like, oh yeah, you rode across the, and mm. it just opened a wound. Oh well, <laughs> sorry. Well, anyways, uh, I know you did it for missions and stuff, but this I found a way that you can actually go across Missouri. Get earn money for missions and get a Guinness book, uh, world Guinness book Ooh. world record at the same time. Okay, I'm listening. So, uh, this involves uh, a pumpkin, okay, and <laughs> going down the river. So, uh, uh, okay, so, the Missouri River down the Missouri yeah down river. Missouri river. Well, this guy is he's a fellow Nebraskan, so oh, kudos praise to him. God, yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's family. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you, you might you, I don't know if you know anything about this. You might know. I mean, being from Nebraska, you might know something about this. But <laughs> there's only three people, so <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you might know him then. <laughs> so, a man in a pumpkin boat paddles 38 miles down the Missouri River in an attempt to beat the world record. So he, this guy had his he had an 846 pound pumpkin that he converted into a boat oh my goodness and he rode it down the missouri river uh, i think he's, he started out in uh let's see where you start out that's at. hilarious okay so he started out from uh bellevue's public boat docks in nebraska city so he okay. started he started yeah. in nebraska city okay and yep. he got uh he i think he got around 30 miles Okay. So yeah, he the pumpkin boat sinking, Pastor. Yeah. <laughs> so he got about thirty, he got about thirty, we, eleven hours and thirty miles. We need to make this happen. So pumpkin we boat. say, we say, Pastor, you find a somebody out there have a nine hundred pound pumpkin <laughs> that they can lend to Pastor Jeremiah, and we'll go up to Kansas City, throw, toss him in the river, and we'll meet him down in St. Louis. Not not directly related, but I am in talks, and supposedly this person is going to make it happen for me next year. Demolition Derby. Oh, nice. Uh, so you're going to, okay. You're driving I'm going to be the driver. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to be the driver okay. in a Demolition Derby. Okay. I have a, a potential person that I'm beginning discussions with that is going to make this happen for me. Okay. MCD, Demolition you, Derby car. Are you sure about this? I I want to do, that's a dream. Buckle have you done, Have you done any research on this? No, but I'm willing to. Have you ever seen the men walking the day after they've been in? One of these. How bad it hurts and stuff. It, it's bad. Yeah. It's You're not bad. driving big Corvette, are you? I don't. I have no idea what the car would be. I just so, have an individual who has really good friends, and he, he swears that he can make this happen. For okay, me. so oh. Jeremiah, this is a conversation I had. With, <laughs> this is a conversation I had with my dad when I was a teenager, because when we turned sixteen, of course, we got our license, and we're like, "Oh, we have to do the demolition derby." And I was going to be the driver, right? We're going to purchase a car, put it together, blah 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 blah. Well, my dad just happened to be friends with people that do this like pr professionally mm -hmm. and the amount of money that they put in those cars and the the amount of money that the engines are worth and like all the little things like pouring concrete in places where the judges can't see and like it's a very like like people are in it for money <laughs> and so he kind of scared me <laughs> scared me from it. i just want to let you know it does not feel good the next day more to come on that story i'll let you know but i can't it. wait i cannot <laughs> <Yeah>. wait <laughs> all right i often frequent a website called churchleaders.com i guess i should preface it by i was reading the book of colossians and i don't have time to read the whole thing but say like the book of colossians uh let me go to verse chapter 2 verse 6 it says and now just as you accepted Christ, or, or to chapter two, verse eight, it says, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world, rather than from Christ for in Christ lives, all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, 
who is head over every ruler, ruler and authority. Excuse me. Uh, I was reading in a different version earlier. All right. So basically, Colossians is setting up this idea that th- there's going to be philosophies and false teaching that are coming at our Christian faith. And we're going to have to yeah. navigate that. And we're going to have to, ultimately, those empty philosophies are not going to take us to Christ. They're going to take us farther away from Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. And often those empty philosophies that are using Christ's name are going to create a very selfish agenda. That's kind of my take in my opinion mm. is so I, I'm not necessarily anti prosperity movement in, in that I believe in blessing. I believe in financial blessing. I believe in financial prosperity. I believe there can be rich people, but I definitely think there are preachers that have created a false doctrine and teaching yeah. about like, you know, if you give this amount of money, you're going to net just by nature, get blessed and be rich. And you know what I'm saying? It, it's, right. it's an empty and, and false doctrine. And they're using Christ to promote that, that doctrine. Mm-hmm. And so as people think they are worshiping Jesus Christ, it's promoting a very selfish, because at the end of that, it's a very selfish dyna- yeah. idea, right? I mean, it, because Christianity is not about self, it's about yeah. self-sacrifice. It's about yeah. giving away. It's about serving. Jesus, the Savior, washed feet, you know, lived the ultimate life of a servant. And to me, the gospel specifically will promote this idea of, of Christianity is, is a life of giving and not receiving, right? right. I think that's fair, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Right. So it's saying, well, watch out for empty theologies. And then when you go to chapter 3, this is now put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Again, I'm not, I'm not, we're not being comprehensive and I'm not bypassing the verses I didn't read just to, to not connect the dots here, but it's saying, so put to death the, the sinful earthly things lurking within you have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy for a greedy person is an idolater, idolater worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of, of, of God is coming. And so then it goes through in, in other, and you can go down there together. It also talks about um, anger and this, this yeah, because there you go, verse, uh, yeah, because of these, the anger of God. And so then it's just saying we're taking on the new nature of Christ and we're getting rid of all of these, these sinful things, right. sexual, sexual things, money, et cetera. Uh, because we've taken on we've taken on the the fullness of Christ, and we should now desire to live a Christ lifestyle, which yeah. is self sacrificial, not like of our own self. And we're not supposed to shape the gospel mm-hmm. so that it conforms to our lifestyle. Rather, the Bible also says this: be conformed to Christ. Okay, mm-hmm. so I, I think I'm being fair and accurate. So with that in mind, then the other day I was reading this article called "My Christian Faith in." Uh, Poly amore don't conflict. So okay, I didn't. I don't know if I even pronounce it right. In a recent article on Insider.com, self-described dirtbag Christian Jennifer Martin defends her poly amorous lifestyle as being compatible with her faith. Both identities are important to her, she writes, despite Christianity's many many flaws. Martin raised in a strict Pentecostal conservative household and realized at a young age her ability to develop attraction to multiple people simultaneously. At 20, she married a man and they had two children. As their progressive ideologies developed, Martin and her husband joined a United Church of Christ congregation. Not trying to throw you guys under the bus. I don't even really think about you. Okay. The denomination changed my life, she writes, calling it the type of Christianity I, I had always longed for. Before the pandemic, a male partner of Martin's moved into the family home. Now he's a type of third parent, and Martin alternates sharing beds with him and her husband. We are not a thruple, she she notes, because the two men don't date each other, but all three people have other dating partners. And so the article goes on um, that she feels really comfortable about multiple partners being married and, and but yet being a Christian. And I think maybe this is what Colossians and other scriptures are trying to get to is that we have created a very selfish form of religion or, or that we have allowed fake and false thinking to fill the gospel and the Christ centered lives and allowed us to think that we can just kind of do whatever we want to do and live however we want to be. And there is no distinction between our Christian faith and then this, this sexual lifestyle we want to live. And it seems like scripture is Mm -hmm. opposed to that. So what do you guys think about that? I just 
Yeah, it is. It is selfish. It's, you know, you're going after that. That's part of it is crucifying your flesh and your desires and your wants and your flesh and your desire wants like all the lust and all the, you know, it wants all of it, of course, you know, but you're supposed to crucify yourself. Marriage is between a man and a woman. You know, Jesus, you know, clearly, you know, like, hey, you're not with your husband. The one you're staying with is not your husband, right? Woman at the well. You know, it's very, it's very plain and clear. I just don't understand how, how they can, can marry those two. And it even goes, so we can even go further than that. And we can talk about the uh, gay marriage and accepting gay marriage within denominations as well. Because there, I mean, there is another denomination that's about to do a split mm-hmm. over gay marriage. And it's, and it, it, we could probably go back to where we're pushing the line with, with, uh, with the world and with the church, you know, we're, we're constantly pushing that line back and constantly letting the world get in and, you know, I was like, Oh, we'll be accepting of this, accepting of this. And now we're at this stage where we're, we're accepting gay marriage and we're accepting poly that, that, that specific deal there. I don't know if that's, that's right. called, it's called polyamorous. Is it's that? called, uh, uh, polyamorous polyamorous. Yes. Okay. Polyamorous. It's, Sorry. it's, yeah, it's, it's open relationships. So it, it, it just, it's, it's insane to me that the, the people are, are thinking that it's okay. It, are they thinking there's hyper grace or are they just saying it's okay? No, she, yeah, that's the thing. She's saying it's, it's okay. Like it, there's no conflict between her Christianity and this lifestyle. She even quoted, this is a quote here. She says, I believe Jesus was a radical who fought oppression, challenged the status quo, defended the marginalized, and was executed by a corrupt empire for doing those things. I think the Christian obsession with sex-based sins is uniquely rooted in patriarchal and harmful theology. And so again, it's just, you know, you think, she's calling us right now. She's yeah, <laughs> she's mad. Uh, but it's, I, I don't think that's, again, we have to really two examples I've had in my own life is like with my sons the other day. I know he's eight. Maybe wasn't, I didn't ask pastor Rachel this. Maybe I should have, but while we were driving to church on Sunday, Hezekiah said, what is LGBTQ? Oh yeah. And so I told him, I said, you know, I said, it stands for uh, a lesbian, LG gay. Mm-hmm. You know, I told him, I yeah. said, and I told him that's when, and, and I tried to put the questions in his mind, you know, not just, just tell him, yeah. but just to say it's when a, a woman is attracted to another woman and a man marries a man. Mm-hmm. Kai, do you think that's in the word? Have, you know, have we read the Bible? He's right. read, he, he hasn't read the whole Bible himself, but we've read the whole Bible to him multiple times in his life right. already. Do you think that's right? No, no. You know, and, and I keep putting that into their head too. You one day you're going to marry a woman. One day you're going to have a wife. One day you're going to marry a woman. And I just, I think it's unfair for people like this woman to say, it's just this theology that we're creating yeah. that is anti-biblical and just religious. It, it, it's the word. The word is telling us that there's going to be all these sexual sins yeah. and sexual lifestyles that are going to try to creep into the gospel mm-hmm. and then essentially put in our minds that this is acceptable living and it can just, the gospel and Christianity can just all just kind of merge together and everything is going to be okay. And I think yeah. this scripture is opposed to that. Yeah. So my question is, is she says she goes to this church and, and she sit in that church and be comfortable with, with, with the Jesus. She's not, she's not serving the Jesus of the Bible. I'm, I'm just up front. Her, her, her vision of Jesus is not, is not what the Bible teaches. I'm sorry. It's not. Mm-hmm. So what version of the Jesus is this church preaching? I mean, it is, I mean, I mean, is she sitting in the church? I mean, I mean, again, I'm not saying the church is preaching, you know, I mean, she may, you know, again, there's people that, that obviously have, uh, you know, other ideology that do sit in every church and church could be preaching the gospel, but she's has, holds on to, but, but then again, on the, on the flip coin is that what is, if she is sitting in that church and hearing, Hey, your lifestyle is sin, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus offers deliverance from it. Yeah. So the answer, the answer to homosexuality or any other sin isn't, Oh, we accept you. You know, this message is God offers freedom from it mm-hmm. and forgiveness because without such, that sin, along with the other sins, are going to send you to hell for all of eternity. Yeah. 
I said, so God, God is not going to accept your sin into heaven, period. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. I mean, there's, okay. So, and God, like, and the, I try to tell the, tell the teenagers, because when teenagers read scripture and they read about what they can and can't do, they, they, they see it, <clears throat> they see the Bible as a rule book. You know, they're just like, oh, they're just like trying to kill fun. But I've been trying to instill in it and tell them, like, listen. It's like you, you apply these things to your life and you will have a better life that, that comes from it. You know, it's like you go to into Moses's old law, like, okay, don't, don't do this because, you know, obviously this is bad. Don't, you know, like, Hey, don't eat pork. Well, no, like pork is no, notoriously bad for your heart. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the God has set things up for, for, you know, a, a certain way. <clears throat> and, I, I, you, you look at it, especially with open relationships, multiple partners, homosexuality, it goes against the, the nature of the way this, this world is structured. Right. And, and, and you have negative effects of it. Okay. Like, and we'll even go down to like STDs would disappear if everybody was monogamous and stayed with their, their partner. Right. Right. It's like, or, or let's look at homosexuality. They had the, the AIDS epidemic, right? And even more recently, they had the monkeypox situation going on, right? And it's like, like the God set up boundaries. There are boundaries for a reason. And when you step over those boundaries, there's negative impacts and negative effects, right? Yep. What I'm trying to get at is I'm not trying to attack Jennifer Martin. I'm sure she has been, I think it's her name, didn't I say? Mm-hmm. Jennifer Martin. I'm sure she's been attacked enough by Christians. Yeah. I'm sure uh, she's I'm sure. had plenty of hate mail. I'm sure yeah. she's had many messages saying she's going to hell. I'm sure she's had all of that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have myself because I don't use the King James Version. So anyway, <laughs> uh, that's that's not the point that I'm trying to get at. And I wouldn't mind, I, I would, some, like Jennifer Martin, if I met her in real life, I would mm-hmm. welcome a discussion with right. her to just be like, just let me, just let me into your mind for a little bit. Yeah. I, I know you've already, I, 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 I'm coming into this conversation, not agreeing with you. That's fine. You're not coming. We're coming in the conversation, mm-hmm. not agreeing with me. I'm sure that that's the scenario, but let, just talk through it. And I just want to get in your brain. And just just trying to understand a little bit, yeah. but I think there's just such number one. What I'm trying to get at is that we have to maintain the word of God in our life, mm-hmm. and and we can't. In this article, she says, "I don't want to keep bringing this up, but uh, what did she say? I'm not I'm not a literalist in the Bible. We we have to be careful is that we can't shape the gospel to meet our needs. Yeah. That's the danger. The danger is when." we begin to do that, you know, and when there's, there are truths in the word of God where she's saying, well, like biblical marriage, you know, one person that doesn't appeal to me, it doesn't matter if it appeals to me or doesn't appeal to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll go back to my testimony. I remember, I remember one part of my testimony was when I was, I'm, I still remember the last time that I went to a party. I remember I went into the party and it was like, as I was getting convicted and I was right deciding if I wanted to be a Christian or not be a Christian. And I went into the party and there's people there in the house, people are drinking, doing other various things. And I remember getting so frustrated. I went out and sat in the car the rest of the night because I couldn't reconcile Mm -hmm. the two because I wanted, I was trying to create in my brain that it was okay to do both, that I can be a Christian and I can drink and I can have sex and I can have, because these are Mm -hmm. things that, you know, uh, uh, please me. And, and that is what's to me, that's what's happening in scenarios like this is like, we are creating a gospel that says I can have the gospel and, and I can, if that's the case, then we would all have multiple wives or whatever it might be. It's not that we don't love our current wives that we have, but then, Hey, if we had an urge for this and urge for that, Mm -hmm. and we just acted on all of those urges, how destructive would that be? Yeah. Because the urges, because the devil's coming at us, putting thoughts in our minds, we have our own battles and struggles, let alone yeah. what the devil's trying to pitch to us. We have our own desires that are always trying to creep in. And if we acted on those and then we just said that they're okay, uh, it's just not the gospel, you know? So mm-hmm. I challenge us as men of God that we have to continue to maintain the purity of the word of God. We need to keep the word of God in our lives. We need to maintain the purity of the word of God and we need to make sure that we're not crafting 
the gospel and the word just so we can have our way in life. That's a very mm-hmm. dangerous form of Christianity that many people are functioning in mm-hmm. as we speak. Mm-hmm. I would argue Jennifer Martin's in that kind of mode, but mm-hmm. I know I, she doesn't agree with me. My, yeah. my opinion, she needs Jesus. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, I mean, the, the, uh, you know, you know, when somebody gets saved, I mean, Again, you know, do we do the, you know, somebody, you know, you get saved, you still, you know, you, I mean, I struggled with many sins after I got saved. Yeah. But in my heart, I knew they were wrong. I, I mean, when I'm, you know, when someone's confronted with the truth of God's word, if you're, if, you know, you know, me being, a, me being saved, if someone says, hey, Greg, the Bible says this, I'm going to agree with it because that's God's word. I believe God's right. word is 100% true. So if I was living a lifestyle that's, that's not biblical, either ignorant or whatever, and someone says, hey, the Bible says this is wrong. I'm gonna agree with it because I know God's word is true, but if I'm not converted, then I'm say no, my way is true mm-hmm. because it, it, you know you know it, you know that's one. I mean, I just yeah, my this is my opinion. You know, this is my opinion. Somebody's converted is going to submit to God's word. Mm-hmm. Somebody's not converted is going to want God's word to submit to them mm-hmm. or their you know, whatever ideology that they have. It says my my ideology trumps God, and I mean, they have not they have not submitted themselves. To, to to God's to 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 the truth of the, the, the gospel. So so what would be the the best response when when approaching somebody like this though? Let's say right. Well, love got to have love, obviously. Right, yeah. exactly. And so so let's say let's say you have have somebody that comes to you and says, "Hey, I, I'm transgender. I I believe that I am the opposite sex that that God made me." And it's like, mm-hmm. so what what is your response to that? So you can you, you know you have you have two you have two ways you could go about it. You could you can sit there and ream them, right? About about this going to hell and, and this right. and that, and they'll harden their heart against right. you, and you'll never be able to respond to them. Or you, you can look at them in the eye and say, "Listen, it's like I don't view you any differently than I did five seconds ago before you told me, but I believe what what you're saying is is not of God, and I'm I'm not going to treat you any differently than anybody else." But I'm going. I'm. I'm going to tell you that God made you the way that you that He made you for a purpose and intention, right? And you you come at it with them with love because if you harden your heart and you go and you go just radical against them, they're gonna they're gonna harden their heart and they're not. You're you are never. They're never gonna be in front of you again. Right. Right. And so, what is their perspective of Christianity then? Yep. It's it's oh yeah no yeah whatever yeah. you know. But if you come at them and you say you know what, I care about you. I think what you're what you're doing is is not correct. It's not is is not biblical. I believe it is sin, but I am going to to love you and and I'm going to tell you the love of God. I'm going to tell you the love of Christ, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about it, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna say that God intended you to be the way that He intended you. Yeah. And, and the same same goes with marriage, and, and and this situation is like God intended for a man and a woman to be one, one mm-hmm. singular. Right. Right. Yeah. You got to yeah, approach him in love. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I can see. Like you said, you can't go up and say, "Hey, yeah. you're going to hell." Boom. You know that's going to yeah. turn him off. But, but you know, you 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 know, it's like my my opinion. My I like to you know you establish a rapport with the person. You know, you, yep. you approach him in love. You, you got to have a genuine. If you don't love the person, you just yep. you shut up. Yep. And yeah, so and you got to love it. You know, you do have to you do have to build a relationship there too right. because they are not going to accept the hard truths when you don't have a relationship with them. Right. So, so, you know, as a, as a minister, you know, you have somebody that's at their, at their rock bottom, let's say they, they've gone through all this, this lifestyle, right? They've gone through the rock bottom and they come to a minister. Well, they're looking at you and they're trusting you because you're a minister, you know, you have that, you know, but if you're coming to them as as a person, it's like, well, you do have to build a relationship, right? you know? There you go. I don't throw those articles out. I'm not the person I didn't post that on my social and yeah. then try to get conservative right-wing Christians to hop yeah. on the train and just bury people. That's not the goal. The goal is like to consider the word of God in my own life. First mm-hmm. of all, you know, it's like, look at the own planks in my own eye, mm-hmm. hold the mirror up and say, mm-hmm. you know, to me personally, Jeremiah, are you, you know, is the, are you crafting the gospel? Mm-hmm. Are you building, is the gospel the center of your life or is, you know, is it your life and the gospel you know, you're, you're making it what you want it to be. That's very much a big danger because the, the word of God is giving us this, this 
voice is saying, be careful. Mm -hmm. There's crafty people out there. There's weird theologies. There's people that are using the name of Jesus incorrectly. And so number one, God help me to like navigate that because I don't want to get in some weird doctrine all of a sudden that, Mm -hmm. you know, a year or two from now that all of a sudden you're like, well, you know, Jeremiah used to be the pastor of a church, but he got engaged in such and such lifestyle and he still thinks he's, you know, Christian and doing all this stuff. So that's to my own self, but then, you know, to pray for those people and ask that God gives us, you know, real wisdom to interact. It's in, it's important. Right. It's important for us to have these conversations too. Right. It's, it's important for the, the church to, to talk about what is going on in the world. What is, you know, how is this being watered down? So, you know, you can get in the word and you can, you can defend against it when, whenever it comes up. But. Right. And then going back on what you said, the best defense is knowing the Bible. Mm-hmm. You got to know the Bible because if you don't know the Bible, and because the Bible is, you know, the Bible and the Bible also says test the spirits. Anybody that comes to you, what's your first response? Test that spirit. Make sure that's, that you can't test it if you don't know the word. Yeah. You have to have something to test it against. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the word and, you know, devil, like I said, the Bible says the devil comes as, a, as an angel of light. He's not going to come in a, as a, you know, pitchfork and, and horns and a tail. Hey, I'm the devil. I'm here to drag you to hell. No, he's going to come as an angel of light. He's going to make, he's going to make, he's going to appeal to your flesh. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. And it usually starts with those compromises. Yep. You're always right, Greg Walden. What can I say? Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, you're always no. right. <laughs> no, I'm always right. I mean, all right, guys, there we go. Munch on that for a little bit. Think about it. Maybe you got someone in your life that you need to start a relationship with, reach out to, pray for, because they're wrapped up in some weird stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that, whether it's like something you think is really weird, there's a lot of people that just think they're this is true for sure. There's a lot of people that just think they're okay in their sin, yeah. you know, without G- with or without Jesus. Yep. And that's a sad thing. I don't want to have that mentality and I want to walk in truth and in a lifestyle of submitting my life to the Lord. So there you go, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Modern Christian dudes. All the bull. It's time to take a ride. Hey guys, do you want to go to Lambert's? Big Ben, I'm married to the Huntress. J Money, just pop the mic money. It's time for the MCD. Ladies and guys, guys and ladies. <laughs>